Imagine the government involved with social engineers in our biology. They hate us so much. And the stupid idiots that work at Viacom and that work at Esquire and that work at all these places in Gawker, their kids are going to die of cancer young. They're going to die young. They're going to have neurological disorders. And they're so cowardly that when they're dying, they're not even ever going to admit the globalists killed them. They're not going to go look at the actuaries, the numbers, the admissions, the White House science czars, eco-science. They're not going to read any of it. I'll tell you who is going to read it. Not just somebody who won in open karate championships around the world against people a lot bigger and meaner than him. But somebody who successfully launched his own genre of films. Somebody who launched his own line of exercise equipment and, and successful businesses. Somebody that has just done so many accomplishments, it's crazy. And who produced the most hilarious comedy series, Walker, Texas Ranger, in history. And, and believe me, inside baseball, they know it's entertaining, it's fun, has a family values message, but it's also entertaining and funny. Uh, people that can't laugh at themselves have a big problem. Chuck Norris is an amazing person. Chuck Norris takes on chemtrails. Martial arts legend talks about sky criminals waging war on our atmosphere and our health. And, and the point is, you can't stop the signal. Merle Haggard, Prince, Chuck Norris, all of them, all listeners of this show, by the way, but let's expand on that. We've confirmed Merle Haggard was as well. <sighs> I remember Willie Nelson like 10 years ago, they're playing chess with him. He goes, I know you talk about the chemtrails. I notice they stay up there longer than they used to. What are they doing? Changing the weather? <laughs> the point is, you can't fool everybody, okay? And it's admitted they're doing these secret tests. They just classify the details. It's called geoengineering. So the good news is this medical scientific global takeover is now getting ready to come down. And why would anybody want to work in this deception and get talking points from criminals in the government to go out and wage war against your own fellow humans? Welcome to this conspiracy therapy podcast with Ryan, Larry, and Joshua. And welcome to 2017. Hello, everybody. We're going to bring in 2017 with probably the most popular, real, homegrown, backwoods conspiracy of all, chemtrails. I don't know if this is an edit point, but I, did I say chemtrails? Because I meant comtrails. It's the proper name, at least according to chemies slash people. People who research chemtrails are called chemies, and they don't like chemtrails. They like comtrails, ladies and gentlemen. The sheep call it chemtrails. Oh, no. <laughs> We're the sheep. We're the bad guys. If especially, especially if we talk down on chemtrails, because you know what? This brings me to a question, boys. Do you know what chemtrails are? 
Yeah, it has something to do with uh, we breathe this stuff in and it influences our thoughts. It makes it so there's mind control. Okay. How... we have to we have to talk about how scary this is. One out of ten. How scary are how scary is the chemtrail? Because I'm just going to call it chemtrail because I'm a fucking sheep. So, how scary is the chemtrail to you guys? Josh, go ahead. I would say that this kind of goes back to our um mk ultra episode in which we talked a little bit about well a lot about government mind control and all of that and i gave it a pretty high score then and i'm gonna give it a high score again because (laughs) anything that the government that can that they can do to influence our thoughts and whatnot is is kind of scary so i'm gonna go ahead and i'm gonna give it a seven right now Larry. <laughs> Comtrails as they're known as. <laughs> the idea of them cuz I'm not, you know I'm not going to give my verdict yet. Okay. But the idea that the government would spray you down hose you down with some chemicals to control your mind is pretty freaky. I'd give it a 8. Hmm. Wow, so so it's a little higher than Josh, actually. Yeah. So we got a seven and eight. Um, I'll just say this off the bat: if it okay, if it's a if it's a contrail from a plane, mm-hmm. it gets a zero because that's condensation. If it's a mustard glass mustard gas cloud, it's a is that what like a a drunk taxi cabber sprays on his windshield when he can't find the door to get in his car. What? Well, he had a he had a few footlongs before he got in his cabbie and he See, I'm thinking mustard glass would be terrible because mustard gas already, you're breathing that stuff in and it just I mean, it wrecks havoc on your system. But if it's glass, man, it's gonna be cutting you all the hell up no. too. It's true. Well, I okay, here here's the thing. I, I a little bit of research into World War One and like gases, especially the gases that we unleashed upon soldiers, is probably some of the scariest shit in the world. Mustard gas is not fun. Um, I knew that was coming. Predominantly, I remember being gassed in boot camp, and I, I brought up being in the service before, but it's terrifying, especially when you know when it's well, when you know it's coming. I mean, you're not, you're not. It's it's just like anything, you know it. Here's 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 a little pro tip. Um, if you're gonna scare, if you're gonna do something that's gonna hurt someone or is gonna scare them, and you're gonna count back from ten before it happens, which is what happened when I when I went through that, you do it. You do it on two. You don't do it on one because you know what? It's better to not know when it's gonna happen than it is to know exactly the moment when it's gonna happen. Um. Because I remember when I got gassed in the service, and they make you take your gas mask off. You're looking around the room. All your buddies are there, and all of a sudden, it hits you like a wave, and you are choking on your own phlegm. And some people try to act all cool, like, oh, I can breathe just fine. It's... it's, Yeah. 
Yeah, and then before you know it, you're hacking a lung. And it's not just because I was smoking... Sm- or it's not just because oh. I was smoking Marlboro Reds at the time, because I couldn't do it in boot camp, but I definitely did it for the th- two years before I was in the service, or that I had a cold. But it, you know, I panicked, and it, that's what happens when you get hit hit with this stuff. You know, um, it's scary, and uh, who knows what it what 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 would be in a figurative chemtrail. Okay, if it's a chemtrail, I'm going to say five. Wow. Split the difference. The truth of the matter is, I in the, in the research for this, I never really... I mean, there were moments that I believed it. Hmm. Then there were moments where I was like, am I nuts? Why do I believe this? So... I guess if you're a listener and you're a full chemtrail believer, send me some of the solid proof because if the, if it's out there, if it's out there, I would love to read it. I'm just saying it's 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 really the idea of it seems scary, but a lot of a lot of what it is is just killing fish and birds and making people have to stay home cuz they have colds. But we already get those in the Midwest, so what the fuck? It's okay, um, Ryan. The truth is out there. Okay. No, I was going to say... Uh, every time we always look at the scary factor with the 1 out of 10, and that's my own device that I came up with for the show, but <clears throat> what if chemtrails... Let's try to think... the uh, What if the chemtrails were actually something good like say that was some sort of like because i've heard that they have those nasal passages rather that they insert for kids who can't do shots or have a phobia of shots uh the 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 thought crossed my mind you know i want to try to do a positive reflection what if the chemtrails are just immunizations for a bunch of poor fucks who can't get them the problem is with that idea is how many people out there that are completely against immunizations for their kids, they're completely against it. And so even if it was proven that these uh, the stuff that they're releasing in the air for us to breathe, there'd be people that were saying that it was actually it was still considered mind control. I mean, look at most standard immunizations that you give uh, newborns, right. uh, people flip a lid over that stuff right well i mean yeah i understand people flipping out but nine times out of ten if something's in the air and you don't know anything about it and in if somebody didn't get a cold and they didn't know anything was being breathed into their system i wouldn't think that they would complain you know what i mean like if Nothing's even happening. If you don't see it happening, if you don't even know about the chemtrails, what difference does it make? So, I'm assuming that's what the the upper government official who who says, "Go, airplanes, drop the stuff," because we have the nu- we have enough money from all the government taxes and fees that we take from everybody. But here's the thing: most of this is all uns- unsubstantiated. 
there are many YouTubers who aim their phones and camcorders at the sky and think otherwise. Why can't they just think it's just clouds? Just fluffy clouds or trails of planes crossing in the night. Because you know what? People fly everywhere. So why why do we become so frightened by these trails of smoke? I mean, it's like um, it's like the the guys uh, would say like sixteenth, seventeenth century who who witnessed things. Sorry, who witnessed things and were just like, "Holy shit! It's the end of the world." Um, must have been a wolf monster, <laughs> right? Or <laughs> must have must have been a vampire, or it was taken by Satan. You know, because obviously there's too many correlations. I mean, it, when it fits into your belief system, it works. <laughs> so chemtrails are based on contrails, which are vapor trails or like condensation that, that are put off by planes that pass in the stratosphere. They're left by aircrafts when they're passing through the sky. Supposedly, according to chemies, like I said before, oh, people who research contrails. It sounds like a like a bad fan club name for a teen like boy band. Look, my favorite band is the Chemis. They're into chemistry and uh me. That's right. I love Chemis. They're they're into chemistry and each one of the boys is named after an element on the periodical table. <laughs> you know, actually that's a brilliant idea that would totally work. I'm Laurentium. <laughs> I'm hydrogen. I'm lighter than air, bitches. Oh, he wouldn't say that. That would be like the unrated cut for the DVD. Sorry, uh, Iron would be the bad boy of uh of the group. I'd want to be something cool like zirconium. Oh shit! <laughs> zirconium would be the mysterious one. Oh, the, hear- the edgy goth one. <laughs> I hear zirconium has a piercing on his navel. <laughs> Okay, so other than <laughs> starting an elements boy band, we have to delve in here a little bit, Chemis. Um, regular contrails, contra, con, sorry, contrails, it's a weird word to say, uh, disappear quicker, um, but these chemtrails that people are hypothesizing or taking videos of, they don't do that. In fact, they, because of what they contain, some chemicals or biological contaminants, they take quite a bit longer. Um, disbelievers obviously argue that changes in atmosphere make different types shorter or longer lasting trails. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Get out of here, element boys. Uh, backstreet elements. Uh, this whole thing started after the U.S. Air Force published a 1996 report um, about weather modifications called Weather as a Force Multiplier, colon, owning the weather in 2025. So if you were somebody from 1996 and you saw a report like that, especially if you were in like... The secretary of you were like the secretary of defense. Um, obviously, you have enough skeletons in your closet if you're that guy. But if you're just a random nobody and you see this this pamphlet going around in the government, and it's like how to control the weather. I mean, probably the first thing you want to har- harness is clouds, right? Because they make tornadoes, rainstorms, 
Hurricane. I'm sorry. I some the weather in this room has changed considerably. It's partly barfy. <laughs> We've got a strong uh, movement of acid reflux in the lower basement with um, uh, preoccupation for rum. So the rum percentage is about an eight point five. All right. Anyway. Um, this is a drinky podcast. Actually, I, I'll have, you know, I have in front of me a cup of coffee and a cup of water <laughs> and some graham crackers. I'm Nothing. old man. I've, I got, I woke up early, so I needed coffee because I was falling right asleep. On. Well, we, we've done coffee episodes too. And actually yeah. in January, the month that we're in later on this month i'm going to be doing a all coffee sequence of episodes but that'll be coming down the line because i gotta get nice and tight for mexico when that happens so um let's get back into it though following the report from the united states air force that i mentioned the one about using the weather um they got accused by multiple people because you know, as soon as they read that, they're like, "Oh my god, I got a crazy conspiracy theory! The government's probably gonna send a tornado right up my dog's asshole and spray." Hey, hey, hey! It's gonna be scary. <laughs> like, I'm scared. So they got multiple um, people just furious about spraying the u.s population with any sort of substances from aircraft so there's these theories that came out of net forums by uh richard fink and william thomas who also both talked on coast to coast with our with our good friend uh mr art bell uh which started in 1999 um so there was a response from the government with a letter attempting to dissuade the critics in 2000 following many of those calls from the EPA, the FAA, and NASA, and also the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. Obviously, conspiracy theorists didn't believe it, though, because we never believe anything when it's our belief that you're wrongdoing government, you're always doing something wrong. And if you try to say, oh, here's a sandwich, be happy. We don't eat that sandwich. We smack it right out of your hand. Fuck you, Uncle Sam. You're full of shit. You also uh, kissed my sister. Fuck you. I'll, 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 I'll eat the sandwich. Yeah, well, if it's tasty. But if it's I some mean, baloney shit, I'm going to smack it right out of his crinkly old hands. All right, so, Larry, are you eating chips? No. <laughs> okay, that must be my imagination. No, that, uh, that it's called theater of the, of the mind, Ryan. I was playing an <laughs> eating sound because Josh had met, mentioned eating. Oh, theater of the I don't mind. have I don't have a real nice theater in my mind. I I mean, no, it's definitely more of an empty broom closet with dust webs. <laughs> I know, and dragon's milk. <laughs> It's, hey, you know I'm what it is? Drinking- it's a wine cellar. That's what your mind is. Tonight is rum. <laughs> the last episode that we had problems with drinkies was was Dragon's Milk, and I have said I'm not going to do no. Dragon's Milk on the show. I'm going to do what? harder. <laughs> I'm going to do- yeah, no. Exactly. <laughs> Honestly, it doesn't matter how. Okay, never mind. <laughs> we'll do that on an ep- extra episode, maybe down the line. But okay, so 
my dog is barking right now, which means I need to get to the point. Um, to me, it seems a lot like a no-brainer and not all that worrisome to me. I mean, because the idea of having a bunch of redneck people recording the skies, looking up at the clouds, um, it's I mean, they're harmlessly thinking that plane smoke trails will attack them or turn them into homosexuals. Martha! Martha! That, that man ma- came on to me and I've been thinking... I- oh, oh, what's up, Josh? So I just had this thought. Okay, what's up? It kind of goes with uh, what you were just saying with the rednecks out there with their cameras and looking at chemtrails so is it just me or are rednecks always just out with cameras like looking for them chemtrails and uh and the aliens and they're looking for them critters walking around in the woods like it seems like them rednecks are constantly just going around with their video cameras trying to catch stuff and by the way those cameras are like the nokia phones from like 19 97 well i'm i'm not a redneck i'm gary and i'm just the manager and or mayor of allegan michigan (laughs) okay calm down gary no more pictures of the skies i'm just saying i hear what you're saying though it just seems coincidental that these guys are always the ones catching footage on dated technology that you could barely make out anything when we have phones that the cameras are so good on them that you can essentially use them as a microscope of course and that sucks because a lot of times they take terrible horrible pictures that's why we have tons of terrible big shot bigfoot pictures like all the bigfoot pictures he's like half in between like crossing a stream and it's like three miles away looking down and he's a little shaky so it could be a tree or a bush but maybe it's bigfoot i don't know we need some glamour shots of these fucking hairy beasts (laughs) instead of this (laughs) you set yourself up for that i guess so but instead of this this like far away like (laughs) just saying it doesn't make sense to me we can't get decent pictures and i attest what josh is saying i'm right with him we need better pictures give us a give us a close up of that gray or that reptilian i want to see that guy's nose i want to know he wants to make sure the penis is the right size exactly if, he, if he's equipped with a snail then i know we're on the right trail ooh all right I do feel for the people that are fully invested in this because like aliens, which I totally believe in, um, the typical person researcher of chemtrails from what I've seen, these people are only seen as like anti-government paranoid schizophrenics, basically. I mean, okay, let me ask you guys, let me pose you guys a question here. If you met somebody... And I'm not getting to our verdict, but I'm saying somebody who came up to you and said, I 100% believe the government is dumping chemicals on us. What would you say? I mean, 
would you discredit them automatically or would you would you weigh kind of their evidence i guess like because all of the all of them have some sort of reference point i would i think in any case anytime someone comes up to me and says they have something that can prove the government or anything really they're trying to prove a point if give me the facts show me your proof and i will consider that in my thought process um and i mean i've had people talk to me about these uh chemtrails before so i mean, i think that was the exact same thing i did, did at that time was just ask for the proof i want to see don't don't send me to some website that also claims that aliens are sucking our brains out and replacing them with peanuts i want i want hard proof that's that's my thing right on larry i mean if you looked at the person and they they're 100% on board with chemtrails do you automatically see them as crazy? Because I think that's the problem with Bigfoot, Bigfoot uh, people and or chemtrail people. Because, like I said, I and I, I'm trying to correct this right now. I don't want to. I don't want to say that I think of them as rednecks, but that's what I see. Is these backwoods Billy Bob people who are like, I believe that hairy man. He had hair on his chins and cheeks. He's a Bigfoot. I looked at his feet and I was surprised. I looked in the sky and I saw chemtrails. I don't want to think that. I want to think that. But that's because you have a kind heart. Deep down inside. Come on. Come on. With all the farts and naked gun (laughs) jokes, somewhere in there, there's a beautiful heart that grew three sizes one day we'll that, figure it well, out one day yeah but that's a genital g- genital defect a gen- <laughs> congenital <laughs> wow congen- that happened man your dick must be huge uh I what did the it, english language do to you larry oh uh, it fucked me like i did with my genital defect <laughs> oh i love that i, I meant congenital defect but <laughs> All right, so I want to. I'm going to point a few things out to you guys, and then we'll take a break. Um, so Ted Gunderson, who was the uh, lead F, he was the former chief agent in charge of the FBI, and actually kind of ran into our um, Franklin cover-up episode, which we, maybe we didn't bring him up enough, but he interviewed quite a few kids who were involved in. Um, Actually, uh, his 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 videos are online, and I highly suggest you ch- you check them out. Um, he has a a video that you can find about death dumps, which is what he calls the um, chemtrail <laughs> dumps that the the government does. According to Ted Gunderson, these are murdering birds and fish and sick and causing sickness to the populace. Um of which the United Nations led uh, factions go about kind of willy-nilly. And even this happens in Mexico and Canada and parts of Europe. Um, 
according to what he said, some of these planes are actually at the Air National Guard in Lincoln, Nebraska, which, according to uh, John DeCamp, the second chapter, I think, of his uh, Franklin cover-up book is Nebraska's Death Wasteland. So uh, there's a lot of shitty things happening in Nebraska. Um, and these planes that dump this stuff, according to Ted Gunnerson, they're not marked. And uh, there is a picture of an inner cockpit of one of them, and it's even got a little thing that with <coughs> government knock it off. I'm just trying to talk with my friends. We're just having a Skype session. Doesn't matter what we're talking about. Okay. According to the picture, there was a switch that unleashes the chemicals. So maybe we'll post it. Maybe we won't. Maybe you care. Maybe you don't. But here's the thing. We have a website. A factual-based website that we're going to pull up for you, ladies and gentlemen, it is chemtrails911.com. Oh, no. Sounds okay. According to this site, since approximately 1998, thousands of people started noticing airplanes spraying X's, parallel lines, and grid patterns across our skies. These trails initially look like contrails, but they actually aren't. According to the U.S. Air Force, contrails are condensation trails and happen when hot engine exhaust momentarily condenses ice crystals into pencil-thin vapors that quickly vanish like the wave behind a boat, very much like your breath when taking outside on a cold winter's day. Chemtrails, on the other hand, linger for hours and will spread out to form large areas of cloud cover. There are several theories as to why these operations may be occurring. However, most of the documentation available points to geoengineering and space weaponry as the reasons that these spray operations are occurring. A concept that keeps popping up in major government studies is the idea of spraying aluminum oxide particles in the atmosphere to create a sunscreen. This concept is exactly what respected scientist Edward Teller, the father of the H-bomb, called for in 1997 while at Lawrence Livermore National Laboratories. In a government-sponsored report called Global Warming and Ice Age, he suggested the scattering of 1 million tons of materials into the atmosphere in order to reflect 1% of incoming sunlight. He states that it would be cheaper to slow global warming than stratospheric deployment of oxide particles than to actually slow down greenhouse gases connected with fossil-fired energy production. The sunscreen's concept is also called for in a major congressional study titled Policy Implications of Greenhouse Warming, which was sponsored by the National Academy of Sciences, National Academy of Engineering, and the Institute of Medicine. This huge, which that is massive, study was reported in 1992 and is the textbook on greenhouse gases, global warming, policy decisions, and mitigations. In this study, <coughs> sorry, these chemtrails are really getting to me. They talk about spraying the atmosphere with stratospheric dust or soot and to simulate clouds in order to mitigate global warming. The study also suggests dumping iron to the ocean to simulate plankton that could potentially eat carbon dioxide. By looking at Moss Landing Marine Laboratory's recent dumping of iron into the ocean to do just that, you can see that these are not just theories. They are theories in actual use. 
But the iron theory backfired when a large amount of fish died. So what are the unreported consequences of spraying the atmosphere? Well, Ken, Cadil- Ken Caldera, also from Lawrence Livermore National Laboratories, is a concerned scientist who said that the type of spray operation could have grave environmental consequences. So this guy's basically going to say it's bad. The first guy says it's good. And um, these operations are also advantageous to HARP, which if you guys haven't heard of HARP, HARP, it stands for High Frequency Active Auroral Research Program. The government loves acronyms. HARP is a highly funded research project in Alaska focusing on altering and manipulating the atmosphere for weather and military dominance, which we will hearken back to what I said earlier about how the government was interested in being able to control the weather, and that's why the U.S. Air Force put out that report. They wanted to be able to control the weather. So here's where things get tricky, and, you know, different reports kind of miss each other, and um, some miss each other. Some just came out willy-nilly. Some just stated that test results from chemtrails have returned positive for aluminum, barium, bacteria, virus, human blood, and molds. And this has been a bad idea, and why are we doing this? And some people just think that that's just people talking out of their ass. Um, so there's, it's, it's crazy. I, you know, to me, there's a million things it could be, but it's scary. I will say the more you go down this rabbit hole, the scarier it gets. And, uh, let's take a quick clip break. Why don't we? The death dumps, otherwise known as chemical trails, are being dropped and sprayed throughout the United States, in England, Scotland, Ireland, Northern Europe, and I have personally seen them, not only in the United States, but in Mexico and Canada. Birds are dying around the world. Fish are dying by the hundreds of thousands around the world. This is genocide. This is poison. This is murder by the United Nations. This element within our society that's doing this must be stopped. I happen to know of two of the locations where the airplanes are that dump this crap on us. Four of the planes are out of Air National Guard Lincoln, Nebraska, and the other planes are out of Fort Still, Oklahoma. I personally have observed the planes that were standing still in Nebraska, Lincoln, Nebraska, at the Air National Guard. They have no markings on them. They're huge, bomber-like airplanes with no markings. This is a crime, crime against humanity, crime against America, crime against the citizens of this great country. They must be stopped. What is wrong with Congress? This has an effect on their population and their people and their friends and their relatives and themselves. What's wrong with them? What's wrong with the pilots who are flying these airplanes? They're dumping this crap, this poison, on their own families. Somebody has to do something about it. Somebody in Congress has to step forward and stop it now. 
Thank you. I'm Ted Gunderson. Oh, wow. Guys, every time we play a clip, I feel 20 pounds lighter. Is it because I pooped? Probably not. Is it because I felt something and I lifted off the ground a little bit? Or that I walk like a ballerina with my tippy toes? <laughs> I'm sorry, Mom. I didn't mean to confess that much. All right, guys. Let's pull the let's pull the Thunderbird over to the side of the road real quick because we got a pop culture minute about to happen. It's time for the pop culture minute, minute Josh. Sonic, Sonic boom. boom. So, hey guys, I don't really have much for this, admittedly, because well, most people really don't care about chemtrails so i'm gonna start with um my favorite topic and that's video games of course i don't have too much even here but one of the things that people noticed you guys i'm sure at the very least you larry have played grand theft auto 5 oh yeah definitely and that was something that a lot of people notice that when they started playing the game that they do have chemtrails supposedly oh. in the sky. Oh, some people have too much time on their hands. So, yeah, I think people are are just being plain silly on that. But Plain? Oh, Josh, you're so punny. So... <laughs> They're going to have uh. to arrest him and put him in the penitentiary. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, oh, geez. So, you ever blacked out from laughing so hard at puns? It happens on this show. Beer City Media, we're founded by puns. <laughs> Back in the 19th century, we started with our first pun. It's Beer City Zeppelin, Martha. You heard that wrong. Just like you heard me telling you I needed a blow job on top of my butter machine. Wrong. So instead I made a good faithful wife out of that goat. Okay. Sidebar. Any more pop culture we got? Uh yeah. <laughs> chemtrails also come up come up in uh, (laughs) yeah they come come up in rivers Uh, they show up in borderlands as well Hmm. Uh, what I love that game it's a good game it's fun but that's all I have for video games (laughs) In well, movies, and this is this is actually something that is kind of interesting. Uh, apparently, uh, the, a lot of older animated films. So there's this theory going around that they're actually adding chemtrails to some of the older movies, like uh, Five O Goes West. Apparently, it shows up in that. Um, okay, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Yeah. Uh in the movie Planes, 
They have supposed chemtrails in that. And yeah, also that great movie planes that everybody went out and fucking tripped on their dick to go see. Right. And it also shows up in cars. Like the least likable Pixar movie ever. It's got we're gonna it's got we're gonna Jimmy fucking Greaseball, whoever that comedian is that everyone hates. The, Lord, uh, Get her done. Yeah, that guy. Schnarby the fucking cable fixer. Schnarby? That's 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 the only name I could think of for him is like Glarb. It's like Schnarf for our, our exactly. Snarf or, or whatever like, his name is from the Too Many Cooks video. Hey, this is, <laughs> it's not. It, I can tell you one thing. It's definitely not Lawrence, which is one of the greatest names of all time. I'm saying this man deserves a name like fucking Boogerty. You mean Larry the Cable Guy? Uh, That's the guy. <laughs> it is the guy, but you know what? To whom could be a Lawrence. He's probably gobbling cocks somewhere in like France right now. He's probably the most sophisticated motherfucker, but he found a way to do his fucking Three Stooges act as a fucking piece of shit refried bean goddamn hot pocket comedy alt-right selling individual, but whatever. That's just my my two cents. But with no acid reflux. Yeah. Lucky bastard. He's got the he's got that he's got that throne of Zantac that he's sitting on. <laughs> Must be nice to sit on a throne of Zantac. Okay, so anyway, what else do we got for pop culture? Um that's that's it. I I I have nothing. This is this was kinda hard to find anything on because like I said, it just it didn't seem like many people cared. I have one to add to that. There's a great back song called Chemtrails. Just FYI. It's on his album Modern Guilt, which came out before his newest album. Um, which it, it's a great song. Amazing uh, in-studio band that he has. I saw, I was, I had the pleasure of seeing him play live and, and they played that song. It was awesome. Um, Bex a Scientologist, and I don't necessarily know how into the netherworld he is on chemtrails, but I would assume if he's a Scientologist, he probably believes in everything. It's a great <laughs> cult. You should join. 10 out of 10 would join if I was in LA and I wanted to be successful. Is that it for, for pop culture? That's it. Right on. Larry? How's your hair doing? Now, do you know um, any celebrities who actually believe that there are chemtrails? You guys can take a wild stab in the dark. Who are the the intellectual heavyweights who actually believe this? Um, Kevin Sorbo, I believe, believes in it. Oh, yeah. I, I remember at one point, I think it was like watching something on TV or... I don't remember how, but I saw that he was like heavy into that, that he heavily believed into it. And he also believed that he needed to be in um, the Conan movie. He was mad. Was it Conan? What was, what was his thing that he did? Hercules. Hercules. Yep. 
He wanted to be in something. We always do movies about famous magic people. Um, so number one with a bullet is Prince. Prince believed there were chemtrails, and some people actually believe that's why he died this year. Because he spoke out about it. Kylie Jenner also believes there are chemtrails. But, I mean, how often do you sit there and go, I wonder what the Jenners, Kardashians, believe? Mm, Yeah, almost never do I think about or care what they think. Right. Uh, Mark Ruffalo. Um, wow. Holy shit. Okay. I accidentally clicked something. These are, this is a side tangent, but these are also people that believe 9-11 was an inside job. Ah, fuck. It's so tasty though. All right. I'll skip it. I'll skip it. I'll skip it. It's wow. Um, so anyway, yeah, there's, uh, Um, so Jesse Ventura, do you know who he is? Does anybody know who he is? You ever heard of Jesse Ventura? Well, yeah. Predator's one of my all-time favorite movies. Of course (laughs) I know who he is. He believes in the chemtrails. So does Billy Corgan. Do you know who that is? If you don't know and you're a listener, that was the singer uh, uh, slash uh, guitar player for Smashing Pumpkins. Also, Roseanne Barr. Roseanne, who was married to Tom Arnold and or was on the hit sitcom Roseanne. Did you guys like Roseanne? I did. It was good stuff. I think what I liked about it in the beginning, at least, was that they did a pretty good job of showing like a low-income household. They kind of fell off the map after that. But as a kid, I didn't care. I just watched it. Um. Yeah, I'm, I think that's good for the celebrities that that are into chemtrails. I mean, I don't want to throw anybody under the bus. I mean, it seems. If you're not informed, you could say whatever and believe it, but chemtrails are a popular, 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 popular theory for most people, especially in the Midwest. They're scared. But you know what? You should not be scared. If it's medicating you with a immunization or if it's protecting us from the scary sun rays like we brought up earlier um i'm not i'm not a hand puppet for anybody i'm just a man who has a job who makes a podcast who's curious about what you think about chemtrails and uh before we round this out let's do a verdict fellas <clears throat> do we think Chemtrails are real. Josh, why don't you go first? Mm, you know what? I'm going to say yes. 
I, I think that it's possible, but is it something that I am going to research heavily? Nah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if no matter what they have jet fuel that's burning and all the stuff going on up there and we're going to breathe stuff in no matter what uh to the degree that we're breathing it in and it's complete mind control i don't know if i can get behind that 100 percent. but no matter what we're always breathing in garbage in the air i mean you walk by a car that's on and you have all that muffler or stuff coming out of the muffler so it's like you're breathing in junk all the time no matter what so, but I'm going to, I'm going to say, yeah, sure. Why not? Lawrence. I'm going to go with a no on that one. It seems that it would be extremely ineffective to put it way up in the air in the jet stream. Cause it's not going to like it. I think the assumption is that it would come straight down. It just wouldn't. Plus there's the cost of jet, jet fuel. I would assume. Okay. That's a big expense to give a bunch of people hay fever. <laughs> That's true. It's <clears throat> tricky for me. Um, <sighs> I'm going to say it's possible. You know what? It's totally possible that there are chemtrails but i'm going to say if i had to say on my gut no um i'm giving this the no but i wouldn't be surprised if it was the other way just because i think that the government is <clears throat> is pretty well organized i'm not i'm not necessarily sure what they're going to try to do to us as a populace, if they're going to try to shrink us or control us or what, I don't know what the main focus is of the day, but when it comes to when it comes to chemtrails, I, I, I guess it seems like a really unorthodox way of actually trying to control anybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you're like all the government was like a giant mashing machine of cannibals and they were just trying to sprinkle like Lowry salt on us. Before they, before they ingest us like a brand steakhouse steak, I I, I don't I don't necessarily know That's, what the yeah. <laughs> what no 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 what what were you guys gonna say? It's a pretty local place to uh, call out for steaks. <laughs> It is. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's that's for like two or three listeners. But anyway, um. So yeah, that's. Uh, I think overall we vote no, but you know, there's hope. So chemtrails. Whatever you do, don't huff gas. Don't stick your nose on an exhaust pipe. Don't don't lose your mind when you see a jet's uh, condensation trail left from its wings. Just be happy that you're getting to your destination. That's been this episode of Conspiracy Therapy, but if you like this show, Josh, where can you check us out in other realms? Well, there's uh, the 
Potty Slam podcast that Larry and I both do. It is a um, wrestling history podcast where we talk about the funny side of it. And you can find us on Facebook at Potty Slam Podcast. You can find us on Twitter and PottySlam.Podomatic.com. Nice. Larry, where else are you? EFISPodcast.com. That's how you type it into your computer, just like that. EFISPodcast.com. If you don't type it in that way, it won't come up. It will. It's super popular. Check it out. Number three trending podcast on Podomatic today. I was super proud. It's good stuff. Right on. Okay, so... You like this show, at least I hope you do, uh, Conspiracy T Show on Twitter, hit us up, send us a reply, like us, follow us on Facebook, also ConspiracyTherapyShow at gmail.com if you'd like to recommend a show or just tell us uh, tell us a story and we'll read it on there, why not? Um, I'm at Ryan.Herrig on Twitter. Larry's at Larry underscore God underscore God. Josh doesn't do Twitter. And uh, that's about it. We'll have more for you next week on another episode of the Conspiracy Therapy Podcast. Have a good week. I can't believe what we've seen City Media.